On the show today, we are previewing tonight's flow show at Eldora. I've got an update from American Racer and Rocket drops a bomb. Let's go. Today is Tuesday, April 26, 2022. Welcome into Dirt Tracker Daily. I'm Justin Fiedler. Come on, you knew I was going to wear the rocket hat today. I mean, come on, we'll get to that in a second. We had to wait a few extra days, but the first Flow Racing Night in America late model series race is tonight at Eldora. And you won't have to wait long for race number two as it uh, happens tomorrow night at Brownstown. Tonight is just one of two possible late model race nights for teams to hit Eldora before the million and the dream coming up in June. So tonight's show will be packed with cars looking to get some track time. The only other possibility is the Johnny Appleseed Classic on May 29th, and it isn't scheduled against either late model national tour. So that could be a very busy night as well. Tonight's race is $22,000 to win and $1,000 to start. So a nice payday for a midweek show. This is the season opener for the Flow Series, so the championship is obviously wide open. And as a reset, the 12 race series will pay $75,000 to the champion if they have perfect attendance. If someone wins the title and doesn't have perfect attendance, they'll get $30,000. The point fund pays all the way down to 10th place, and a driver's 10 best finishes will count at the end of the season in the standings. Jonathan Davenport topped Kyle Larson one year ago for the inaugural championship. Tonight's card at Eldora also includes modifieds and stock cars with the pit gate opening at noon Eastern, grandstands at four and hot laps at six. And as you probably guessed, the racing will be shown live on Flow. Uh, now back to that packed field of drivers. In a post at FlowRacing.com yesterday, the initial pre-entry list is north of 50 cars, and it could swell even more than that tonight. The list includes Tyler Erb, Josh Richards, Brandon Shepard, the Scott brothers, uh, Brian Shirley, Kyle Larson, Ricky Weiss, Shannon Babb, Ricky Thornton Jr., Daryl Lanigan, Bobby Pierce, Kyle Bronson, Jonathan Davenport, Ashton Winger, Max Blair, Mike Marler, and a whole lot more. We will also see the debut of Tyler Courtney in a super late model as he prepares to run the million in June with car owner and NASCAR crew chief Jeremy Bullens. If you want to hear more about that, go find my recent conversations episode with Bullens from a few weeks ago. A couple of drivers who aren't on the pre-entry list include Brandon Overton and Devin Moran. With all the success that Overton had at Eldora last year, I'm a bit surprised he isn't pre-enter, but that doesn't mean he won't be there. We'll just have to wait and see if that Wells team pulls in tonight. It also isn't on their schedule on the website. I believe that Moran had this race on his schedule originally, but it seems as though things have changed. He's also removed the Bristol shows from his schedule and uh, will instead be at Tri-City and Macon this weekend with Lucas. We'll talk about uh, more about that in a bit. But at Eldora tonight, there will be no shortage of storylines, including that nice payday, guys getting seat time, Sunshine making his debut, and whether Kyle Larson and Kevin Rumley can get things ironed out and jump up and maybe win a late model show this season. Should be a fun night, and we'll talk about the results on tomorrow's show, plus preview Brownstown. If you don't have a Flow subscription and would like to get one to watch tonight, Click the link below in the video description or click one of the flow links at dirttracker.com. That's an easy way to support what I'm doing at no extra cost to you. I have a quick tire situation update for you today about American Racer. In a post outside Groove.com from a few days ago, the tire manufacturer said they were set to resume tire production after receiving a fresh shipment of nylon. They had previously shut down making a sizable portion of their dirt tires because of a worldwide nylon shortage. They did expect to be back at full production for their racing tires, though. 
It's unclear how this will affect racing over the next few weeks as tires begin shipping again to distributors around the country. We do, uh, we do know that several Northeast tracks had already made tire rules changes in response to the American racer shutdown. We also know that supply continues to be an issue for Hoosier, although their problems seem to be more about labor issues and not so much about raw material supply. I could be mistaken there, but everything I've read uh, kind of points in that labor direction. The All-Stars postponed their Thursday show this week at Bedford because of shortages around the H15 Sprint Car tire. We'll continue to keep you updated as that situation with the tires evolves. Now over to uh, why you actually probably clicked on this video today. Uh, nothing like a little drama on a Tuesday. I had a DM yesterday about a video posted by Don Radabaugh on YouTube from the Weekend Outlaw show at Atomic. The History Mystery Man channel owned by Don did a bunch of short interviews from Atomic, and in it, he asked Brandon Shepard about running the World of Outlaws full-time this season. And in the video, Shepard said he thought they were going to chase the Lucas series this season. This was kind of the first I've heard of that being a possibility. That team has had several instances in the past where they were leading the Lucas standings early in the year, kind of like they are right now, but they always ended up going with the World of Outlaws anyway. But apparently this year is different. Shepard currently has a 15-point advantage over Devin Moran for that Lucas Championship, but he's 66 points back in third with the Outlaws. That follows the weekend at Atomic where he was DQ'd Friday night because of failing the droop rule after uh, the feature, but then turning around and winning on Saturday. As of last night, this weekend's Outlaw shows at Bristol were still on the Rocket schedule, but this morning that has changed, with Tri-City and Macon now replacing those dates. And literally, as I was beginning to write this exact paragraph, there is a release from Rocket announcing their switch from the Outlaws to Lucas for the season. This is huge news for the Mark Richards own team that has been a cornerstone of the Outlaw field for many years. I'm a little surprised by the news just because of how deeply involved with the Outlaws this team has been. And I feel like even with Shepard being third right now in the standings, they could easily battle back and still win the title. But on the Lucas side, things were ripe for the taking this year. No Davenport and no Owens opened up things significantly. And with Tim McCready a little slow out of the gates, this is as good a chance as any for Shepard and Rock to slide over and try and win that championship. But wait, there's more. As I just talked about a minute ago, Devin Moran's weekend schedule has changed. He told Michael Rigsby and the Dirt on Dirt guys back in February that his schedule would diverge uh, with Lucas come Bristol. But apparently that plan has changed. Bristol has been swapped for the Lucas weekend, and with how good Moran has been with that side this year, I'm wondering if maybe they too aren't considering sticking around full-time. So whereas we thought we'd leave this coming weekend with Tyler Erb and Tim McCready atop the Lucas points, now they could be second and third behind Shepard, and possibly third and fourth if Moran is indeed staying around for longer. In a matter of a few short hours, days, suddenly Lucas is looking insanely tough this season with the addition of Shepard and maybe Moran. And what a coup for the Lucas staff grabbing these guys right now uh, from Casey Schumann and the Outlaws. And on the flip side, the Outlaws are wide open with Shepard gone and Dennis Herb and Max Blair at the top. On the flip side, you now have to wonder if any of the Lucas guys a little further down the order might switch to the Outlaws, uh, with the biggest candidate right, uh, right now maybe being Hudson O'Neill. He's currently 5th in the Outlaw standings, but ninth in the Lucas points. As of this moment, Tri-City and Macon are still on his schedule, but that could easily change. Nothing like a little series swapping uh, to really make a, a, a standard Tuesday in the dirt world a little more exciting. The story for the early part of this season on the late model side has been all these guys just chasing the money, and it felt like the championships had fallen to the wayside. But now we have a little more intrigue going forward. I absolutely love this. 
So we could potentially and very probably have new champions on both sides with the Outlaws and Lucas in 2022. Bring it on. Drop me a comment. Let me know your reactions to all of this today. This will obviously be something we'll be talking a whole lot more about uh, as the week and the season progresses. There are two shows on the streaming schedule today, both on Flow Racing. They have the opening night for the Flow Night in America Late Models at Eldora, and there is Flow 24-7. To see the full daily streaming schedule with links to watch, visit dirttracker.com slash watch tonight. That's it for the show today. Have a good Tuesday. If you have thoughts about the topics on today's show, please leave them in the comments below or tweet at me. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We'll see you tomorrow for more Dirt Tracker Daily.